Welcome back to another episode of MLVC, the Madonna podcast, your place for all things Madonna Louise Veronica Ciccone. We are here for part two of our American Life album deep dive. We went live and took calls from listeners around the world. This is the second half of that deep dive. Enjoy. All right, let's move on. Let's go to Nothing Fails, and that's a a Liberty Spectacular. Oh my gosh. Well, I have a couple little stories, just stories really, because the song really, there's not much to say as far as nothing I say can give justice to how absolutely beautiful this song is. I know that um, it's a co-write with Jem and Guy Sigsworth, which, mm, Guy Sigsworth, but... um, Who we've had on the podcast. Who you've had on the podcast. I mean, what a blessing. Amazing, amazing, amazing stories. But, you know, one, first I'll say this was probably when I got the, when I got my little dirty hands on that record, this was the song I played the most because at the time, and I mentioned this at the top of the podcast, I had been living in France. I fell in love in France with France, but with my now husband. At the time, he was um, from Germany. I'm from America. And uh, I wasn't sure, you know, how we could do this. I Mm. wasn't sure um, if it was worth it. Um, I'm going to say also we both had, um, well, I had broken up with my boyfriend, but he had a girlfriend at the time. Um, And I just, you know, kept thinking to myself, like, this is just a waste of both of our time. Um, until I heard this song and it was like, actually love is worth it. It doesn't Mm. really matter. Um, you know, the, the things you have to go through for it, nothing fails. All of those things matter. All of those things are important. And all of those big heartbreaks are, Mm. are worth it. Mm -hmm. Um, Later, I incorporated the phrase when I went to see the reinvention tour. Uh, you know, at the time, this was when, you know, the politics was really starting to get hot, um, especially where, you know, I don't want to go see Madonna and, and, and hear all these politics and stuff. And so I said, you know what? Okay, I'm going to make a T-shirt that says nothing fails, vote against Bush, <laughs> because I was so, uh, you know, hell-bent on on. I had to use something of, you know, Madonna's um, lyrics. That was my favorite song at the time. And uh, it meant a big, big deal to me. Well, Um, can I ask a quick question about Nothing Fails? So I I don't know if anyone else has felt this way, but so are you assuming she's writing this about a man she's in love with? Yeah, initially that was what I believed. Because, and the only reason I say this, and I don't know if anyone else has ever felt this way, when I heard this song, I always thought this was a song about Rocco. Well, I feel that that's the beauty of many Madonna songs is that there isn't necessarily just the one way to look at it. Mm-hmm. And it, it could be, 
because I never thought of, for example, intervention, which we'll get to next in terms of a song for Rocco. Right. Exactly. It worked so well when that was all coming sort of to the forefront. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've always thought nothing fails and it's because, I mean, we know that, the song came to her mostly written by Jim and Guy Sigsworth and that she added some stuff, but the way she performs it and the whole, the whole, I'm not religious, but I feel so moved. I feel like that's very Kabbalah Guy Ritchie. Ah, okay. That makes sense. I, yeah. Cause like, you know, he, in some of his interviews at the time was very, very into Kabbalah also and was very much, you know, he was sort of like, trying to be like of the people, but was posh and yada, 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 and would talk very esoterically. And I think she probably identified something about their relationship in this song that is mm. part of what drew her to it. I mean, cause you, you can listen to the, their original demo. Obviously you guys talked about it in that episode with guy and you can listen mm-hmm. to that demo on YouTube and then you listen to her version on the album, you're like, oh, wow, she got that song more than the people who, like, wrote the first draft. (laughs) Right. And that, let me tell you something. As a writer, like, when someone can edit your work and, like, unlock it that way, that is so insane and and just a talent into, of, and beyond itself. Like, it's so crazy that she was able to take what they created and turn it into that. Like, yes. Yeah. Well, let me tell you, our very own Liberty King on this show is a wizard in the same way because there are songs that her and I have worked on where I produce the the music track and I am at a loss for what lyrics and what tone and what the song should sound like. And I send it to her and she comes back and it's a full blown song. And I'm like, how did you do that? Like she's and I just, it just, she channels the spirit. I learned from Madonna because I don't, I don't, I mean, I always wrote, you know, all my life, uh, like thinking I was a poet until my poetry teacher said, perhaps you've heard of Stevie Nicks. (laughs) And I was (laughs) like, oh, I should be writing songs is what you're saying. But I didn't know anything about music. Um, Well, you do now. Let me tell you. Yeah. Um, but, anyway, it, but it I is digress. a testament to, I think, Madonna's musicianship, but also her genius. It's just mm-hmm. we can say all day, like, oh, well, this has got mirrorways all over it. But I don't know. I feel that there's so much Madonna in there that um, there's blurred lines, so to speak. Yeah. About- well, this is also, I think, with Nothing Fails, it was, uh, again, I, I've read this online. A lot of people can say it's a, like a sister to like a prayer, I think, because... There's a choir. Maybe the choir, you know, but it's it's sort of like anthemic in that way. But um I think other, I, uh, the only way it's a sister yeah, song. Exactly. Like I don't prayer. I think otherwise, like, tonal wise and like it yeah. doesn't sound anything like it. Mm-hmm. I love the swell like yes. up into the choir, and I also love that on later when we talk about Easy Ride. But uh, that's oh, really yes. all I have to say about uh Nothing Fails. It's just a very personal song to me. Mm-hmm. Um but it works in so many ways for so many stories. And it's true really that any effort that you make, however small you may think that is initially, it's the butterfly effect in another way to Mm. something else in the world. 
So oh, we are getting deep tonight on MLVC. So romantic. Does I know. Like I love it. You know, I don't. He loves. He loves this album more than you know. This and Ray of Light are his. He'll like. Yeah, that's a good record. That's a good record. He's a metal person, so these are. Oh, you know. Fair. Oh, that's why you're always at Black Sabbath concerts. <laughs> yes, well, that's I why. Know, we're I was wondering. Like I'm like Liberty. Song. What? 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 Where have we gone? Black Sabbath. You could put this song on after the kids are asleep and just have like a beautiful little slow dance. Yeah. Oh, that's mm-hmm. all right. Well, moving on because we're in our our third hour of podcasting about American life. I'm just kidding. It's only been an hour. <laughs> oh, Stop fussing uh, about the time. Uh, well, I just know that people want to, you know, go out. It's Saturday night. They're getting. This is our. They're this pre-game. could be they're it. With, they're this with us. They're having a good time. <laughs> like, uh, what is not to enjoy? Correct. Okay, so up next, we've got intervention, which we kind of talked about a little bit earlier, but. And so we've established because she did this in interview. She said she wrote it for Rocco, and it was sort of like. You know, Lourdes got Little Star, Rocco mm-hmm. got Intervention. I personally, I love Little Star, but Rocco got the better deal in this one. Because mm-hmm. um, this, this song is so tight and it is so wonderfully constructed. I could have thrown rocks at the entire Billboard office. I had to resist going to Keith Caulfield's Instagram to like post negative comments about that <laughs> that ranking that Billboard posted and post and put intervention so low. I was like, what? What? I, no. They, though that that ranking was was all over the place. I mean, I can't like. I, I just don't anyway. understand what they were doing with that. Like some of it was just bizarre. I don't think that person even listened to the record. No. Like, well, and oh, yeah. thank you for bringing that up because I do have to say, if you listen to the tone. I know that, you know, we're reading into a tone because it's a written word. You don't really hear it, a vocal tone. But the way that they talk about that album, they're not a Madonna fan. I don't no, know. I don't know who. Somebody somebody was tasked to write that article recently, and they are not a Madonna fan because the way they talk about her is nasty in that. Like, it's sort of like we're going to talk about somebody who's who's doing an album, but like it's such backhanded slaps to her. It's just not yeah. fair. It was clickbait writing for sure. Mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. especially because on intervention, okay, first of all, song for Rocco, amazing vocals. And I'm not going to lie, when the music started, I will never forget this. The music started, like Matt, I first listened to American Life in the car. Mm-hmm. And I this song comes on and I was like, wait, what? Did the CD player skip? Is this a Red Hot Chili Peppers record? <laughs> like, what is going on? Bum, bum, and then, bum, bum, yeah, bum, and then yeah. she starts to sing, and I'm like, holy crap. And this is one of those songs that has, like, the Kabbalah vibes to it without having obvious Kabbalah vibes. And mm-hmm. you kind of see how it had had, like, a really positive influence on the on both her art and her person. I, I just... When she started singing this, because, you know... And so... When she sings Mother and Father and it cuts to intervention in the tour, she's on the side of the stage that I was right. on. I literally was at her feet when she sang Mother and Father and Intervention. And when she started, when she left Mother and Father and went to Intervention, my girlfriend and I, that I, that I took with me, we just started crying. She sounded so beautiful. And my friend was like, wait, this is the song for Rocco. And like people were just crying. Like, 
And you know what? I never uh, sort of understood why she would weave those two songs together, but it makes sense that here she's talking mother and father Mm -hmm. and she's she's talking about, yeah, it's a family song. Yeah. She's she's relating like her past relationship with her parents to this Mm -hmm. relationship with the child. Who's probably the most like her, a fellow Leo. Yeah. (laughs) Like a Leo situation. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I love really? that line. I've got to see my baby. And, you know, like that whole, the way she, it's, she sounds so good. Mm-hmm. It's right in the best pocket of her voice that mm-hmm. she has. Just so fantastic. Hold on. I think we're, we're going to take a caller, but go oh, ahead, Liberty. Cool. Go ahead. I was just going to say, you know, when I think about this with Tears of a Clown and all of what was happening with Rocco at that time. And at the time I remember thinking like, there's only, only a mother Mm. Would dress like a clown in front of the whole world for her for her baby. Yeah. How you run with MLVC? Who's this? Hi, Stefan. This is Raphael. How are you? Hello, Raphael. Hi, Welcome Raphael. to the evening edition. <laughs> Thank you. I actually am not a Monday through Friday kind of guy, so I'm always working when you guys do this on Saturdays. Uh, so I'm happy to be here. Oh, yay! Well, that's exciting. Fun Where fact, are you my calling from? Raphael, so. <laughs> I usually say I can't take any credit for it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> from where are you calling us, Raphael? Um, I live in Orlando, Florida, and I'm going to say oh, that Jack okay. kind of stole my thunder. Yeah. He, um, you were going to try and do the rap, huh? American... No, gosh, no. I don't want this recorded. <laughs> I, um, I started... Um, Fun fact, I bought a bootleg version of uh, music for a cousin of mine. And uh, she used to be a dancer. And I never went to her birthday party, so I kept a CD. This was my first introduction <laughs> to Madonna. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so when American came, uh, Life came out, I was like, oh, this sounds a lot like music, but like a different vibe, a different style. And I lived in Brazil at the time, and the rap is actually what got me into this album. Because I was determined to learn it, which I did, but I'm not going to do it. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I love American Life. It's one of my favorite albums of all time. So I'm jumping on the wagon oh. here. Oh, excellent. Excellent. Well, Raphael, stick around with us because Liberty's about to talk about ecstatic process. Yeah. I mean, it's one of the most beloved fan ballads. Fan beloved, let's say, ballads. Um, it's a co-write with Stuart Price. Snaps, the, snaps. Yeah, mm-hmm. the first time we sort of see him uh, surface and we know what was coming with him just around the bend. Um, we've got the same title here, Ecstatic. Uh, same title as the Stephen Klein collaboration. That was both a W Magazine editorial with video art installation. I don't have the book because... That's way right. above I'm my poor. price range <laughs> yeah I that book poor. was expensive Ooh. i was like I, i'm glad i have the w magazine because i cannot afford the book ah uh, but see like three thousand dollars on ebay it's ridiculous yeah, yeah. and they're re-releasing I, I read the other day that it's re being re-released but um, because Stephen klein probably needs some money yeah <laughs> he's been doing weird Sex things with his co- yeah exactly well, you know, I mean, no, no, not, not no, uh, that's uh, not Stephen Klein. Stephen Klein didn't do sex. That's Mizell. Yeah, 
Yeah. But he, Stephen Klein's work is a little little sexy that, uh, lately. I don't know if you guys have seen um, some of his posts the last few days, but I'm like, well. <clears throat> yeah. Nice. His, he always posts. He invites naked men to his Hamptons house and takes pictures. Oh, well. Um, you know, like but. Ben. <laughs> right. I'm like, where's my invite? Um, I know. Look, I'm not complaining. It's uh, you know. right. <laughs> it's just a fact. Yeah. It's, um, <laughs> the footage, mm, though, mm, that mm. some of that footage, when you see that footage and you feel that reverberating bass in the Reinvention Tour, which if I actually saw it in Florida, that feeling of the floor shaking with the imagery of her in that red uh, Christian Lacroix. It's Lacroix, right? I think gown and you're like oh my gosh like i am in for a life-changing experience um i love this song personally it's a lot of people think it's a little flat lyrically or like yeah right like you know you didn't uh you don't think of yourself as beautiful or whatever she's um, got beautiful harmonies and melodies on that song oh excellent oh, yeah. layering uh, this yes. was the one, this was the, when I was considering making um, some covers, this was the first song that came to mind just because I like a challenge. And mm. uh, this one was oh, a Liberty, I would love challenge. to hear you sing this song. Oh my God. I believe it's on Spotify. You can find Is my, it? you can find my ecstatic. I have to double check now. Is that, that you on your that EP? I don't remember it that. It is under the covers. Okay, look, I'm going to... Oh, promo, promo. I have to go back and double check. I don't remember that. But, you know, Spotify is so weird. There's like... I don't well, know. It's, anyway, that's a sidebar about hey, Spotify. Yeah, so it was, yeah. <laughs> I'll whatever. check later because um, the thing is, is that it is not available to like put as an Instagram audio, you know, like you can add. Right. We can't add it to our stories, but you can. Yeah. 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 We got it. Right. Raphael, tell us what is, what have since we're on, do you like ecstatic process or is there a favorite song that you have on the album? Um, I love ecstatic process. I feel like he keeps the vibe of the album, but Mm -hmm. just like you stuff. And, um, it's not a, you know, a very dancey part of the, the album. Yeah. So I usually digress. Um, yeah. This is the, the go to the bar, get a drink, ramp up for the next uh, moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> people. This Pretty song much. Is so, but this it is song a beautiful so song. It's gorgeous. She sounds beautiful. It's, it's wonderful lyrics. And, she's and I love the up. message, especially at the end when she says that she realized that she's just as good as you. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. she's working through her issues with her fellow, her husband, who is a fellow creative. Like, I think mm-hmm. anytime two creative people, like, get into those intent. I mean, she had the same issue with Sean Penn, and she yep. had it with Guy Ritchie. This sort of, like, you know, not really It's a, not, not competition, but, but... Yeah, a sort of, like, compare and contrast. And that's not easy on the most confident people, so... yeah. No, I love the messaging of it, but it is, it's a very, it's a quiet Madonna song, you know, like, again, it's American life is one of those albums where you I find it's, it, it works as a cohesive package where you have sort of like, you get on the train from the beginning and ride it through the end, very much akin to Ray of Light. That's Um, right, Joan. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Raphael, Raphael, before we let you go, are you seeing Celebration? I am. I'm actually seeing it four times. I'm seeing nice. it in Seattle, um, the first night in Seattle, which is technically the second night of the tour, mm-hmm. I believe. Uh, yes. Hopefully she doesn't cancel it. 
And then uh, I'm seeing, fingers crossed, <laughs> right? And then I'm seeing her in Boston. I'm taking my parents to go see her. Oh, uh, fun! They'll see her, and then uh, twice here in, in Florida, so Miami and Tampa. Nice. For now, those those are the all, those are the all shows that you're seeing for now. I don't think my bank account can afford <laughs> anymore, so yeah. can barely afford any of these. Yeah. Right. Well, thanks for calling in, Raphael. Enjoy the rest of your Saturday night in Florida. Thanks for having me. I have no friends that love Madonna as much, so I'm living my life uh, with You're, you guys. And uh, yeah, you have <laughs> us now, darling. Here. That's we are what here. We're I'm here sad that Raphael. I'm not going to be listening to this in the car. So you can Aww. look, look. Ben and Liberty's bosoms are always here for you to nestle <laughs> up against. That's right. The heart of Madonna. What a comfort. Family. In yes. the bosom. Exactly. Yes, mother. <laughs> Lord. So ridiculous. <laughs> Have a great night, guys. Thank you so Thanks, much. Thanks, you too. Raphael. Bye, Raphael. Oh, that's sweet. I'm glad we're here to help people who don't have Madonna friends. Well, Stefan... You've mentioned a couple times that you love mother and father. So I got to give it up. Find yeah. somebody to love. Take it's okay. Care. So absolutely obsessed with mother and father. I think it was, I remember when this album came out and we got to hear mother and father and I was like, what is she doing with the super high part? You know, like, mm-hmm. cause she's super high. But then there's also that like, it sort of goes off the rails where she's like, I at, like at the end of the song. And that's when like Mirwais's production sort of like ramps up and it's like mm-hmm. going ballistic and all over and crazy. And as we all know, I love crazy Madonna. Anytime she does something like impressive instant or incredible. 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 Oh yeah. <laughs> Shut it. Um, FYI, speaking of which, and I know I've texted you both about this, I want to go on the record by saying, after I said Incredible was a skip, just so you know, I was listening to Incredible all week. And I was like, Incredible. I was like, it was a bop. And I was like, okay. I'm like, there are moments I don't maybe don't love about Incredible. But for the most part, I was like, yeah, this is a bop. This is good. So she was, I, she I, was I, I say I skip, but I, I, don't, I didn't she, skip it. She was experimenting with what she ended up doing on Incredible on Mother and Father. Mm. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it was playing. I mean, look, work. I love I love the the sound of Mother and Father. It's it's very electronic. It lives in the same world as Nobody Knows Me. And uh, you know, Mirway's and his production I thought does a really great job of it. What I loved was and I think again, Rolling Stone or Billboard—I forget who it was—that wrote about the, when they reviewed it, where they thought the rap in American Life failed a little bit. They felt Madonna rapping in Mother and Father was exquisite. And I look—I'm not going to compare the two raps because I think they're d- different intentions and different devices that she's using in the song. But I do love the rapping that she does in Mother and Father, and um, you know, I need. Uh, I just, the way she sounds in the song is great. It's very dancey, um, but not dancey at the same time. But um, it's beautiful. I, I love this, the way it sounds, everything about the song. Do do we consider this a rap or like a spoken word interlude? I don't, con- I, I don't consider it a rap because it's My not on the My mother died rhythm. when I was five and all I did was sit and cry. I cried and cried and cried all day until the neighbors went away. They couldn't take my loneliness. I couldn't take their phoniness. I got to, I give, got it to up. give it up. My yeah, mother had to go to work. I used to think she was a jerk. I got to, I got give, to it up. give it up. 
I did know his heart was broke and not another word was spoken. He became a shadow of the father I was dreaming of. Oh, oh. I made about that. Thank you. Sorry. I was reading the chat as I was doing it. It threw me off. I made about that. I would never need another person. Never turn my heart into a cage of victim of a kind of rage. So good. Oh, my God. She yells it. All the modulation. I'm like. Would we call it a rap? What does the chat think? Is the chat saying it's a rap? Or oh, I think it's rap-ish. It's, They're you saying know. that Stefan should have been the guest artist. <laughs> it should have been Madonna featuring Stefan. They love it. Stefan, you did it. do a pretty good job on that. Thank that you. Was that good. was off the top of my head. I was... <laughs> I yeah. did not rehearse that all week like I was doing the American Life rap and then Jack comes on and I was like, I can't compete with that. I say it's I say it's a spoken word poetry, but that's mm-hmm. you know let's take loose. let's take a call and find out. Hold on. Yeah, somebody let's, call let's, in and, and oh, I'm, tell I'm, us what you think. I'm clicking on the if this person accepts the invite. I tried, Cameron, I tried to rap and uh Stefan won't let me. Oh, stop it. <laughs> Listen, I'm not, I am not rapping at all. That is not my bag. Uh, did we have somebody? Did somebody call we in? We have Aaron, Aaron on the line. Oh, Aaron. Hello. No, I think he hung up. I think he hung up. I'm hung up. He hung up on us. Um, I, yeah, he I think Aaron, day. he got afraid. He, he got afraid that we were going to he ask him to He died another do... day. <laughs> Aww. Stay on album. It's not hung up. Sorry, yes, sorry, sorry, yes, sorry, yeah. Um, Let me just quickly say, I mean, Mother and Father is the first song I heard, uh, and this is a testament to um, how beloved Madonna is in Italy. I was in Italy, I was at an H&M, and I always go to the sale racks because I'm cheap. Anyway, I'm I'm there and I'm like, this song is crazy. Like, what are they playing in this H&M? Because H&M always has, you know, whatever on. And I had, I was living under a rock. I didn't know Madonna was coming out with a new album. And I kept thinking, this girl sounds a lot like Madonna, but this high part is definitely not Madonna. Until I asked them and they said, the Madonna. And I said, oh, <laughs> oh, wow. my God. I need, And I went straight across. I paid way too much for a CD. 25 euro, which is a lot of money. That is a lot of money for, yeah. But I uh, can't do that math in my head. Holy Um, cow. Well, so we've got a caller who audiences of MLVC will know very well. (laughs) Welcome. Welcome back to the show, Ron. Thanks, guys. I love you. I love you. I love you. We Um, love you. Thanks. It's Ron from Icon, everyone. Welcome back. Hi, Ron. Ron, it's your time to weigh in. What? Yes. Oh, my goodness. The never-ending sound effect. Yeah, they just go on and on and on and on. Ron, tell us about your experience with... I'm sure you must have some sort of movie theater run-in with Madonna where you accosted her asking her about mother and father. I can't say that I did. However, I will say (laughs) that when I... uh, I I love this song so much, and Stefan, I agree with you 150,000%. Everything that you've said is accurate to me. Um, do you guys remember that there was um, a report that she actually changed the spoken word rap when her father was in the audience? Mm-hmm. Oh. I do remember so hearing that. To, I, I, we never got video, but it was um, my, father ha- my father had to go to work. He didn't know how much it hurt is when she changed that lyric. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Which would have oh, been I knew, a I knew you were going to have a, an insight, Ron. I knew we could count uh. on you. 
but yeah, no, I absolutely agree. I was the dancey song that nobody knows me. I, again, everything you said, Stefan is hundred percent right. Um, but when I saw this live during reinvention, I actually kind of started crying because it was just so yeah. emotional and I mm-hmm. she sounded so beautiful and you know, the, um, everything about it was just so perfect. Yeah. That, that, the whole, that whole section of that show is just absolutely fantastic. Yeah. 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 I agree. I agree. Oh, don't tell me and mother and father like mm-hmm. a prayer. And nothing fails. Nothing yeah. Fa- oh. It's very earthy and grounded yeah. Madonna. And mm-hmm. you know, and the look, she's just sort of like the look with the hair net yeah, and the yeah. makeup and the pants. Oh, she looks so oh, good. Those pants oh. on her. Oh my God. It's like a jumper it a, almost. Yeah. It, it was, it was the first time that, that reporters are saying that her um, costumes were age appropriate, <laughs> but that's what they were saying at the time. But I thought that she just looked really elegant and I thought that it just fit for what that tour was supposed to be. And of course, you know, we, there's so much to say about reinvention, but it, it just, that rendition of the song really worked and it resonated with me personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I was, I was, I remember when I saw it, I was, I thought it was curious that she sort of stripped it down a little bit more. It was like electronic, but not as like, there wasn't as much of a beat as it, as it is on the album version. But I was okay and with the that. The live vocals I was were like, amazing. Okay. She sounded she great. Sounded I was amazing. I was nervous how she was going to do those high parts, but she nailed it. Well, and don't forget, we also had the Matt Lauer acoustic version that she did with Monty, right? No, was she with Monty when she was in the, the the Today Show or something? When she was with Matt Lauer, and she sang the acoustic version with the dark hair and just. It was a sure. Oh wow! I'm gonna have to rewatch that. Yes. Yeah, I was just watching that. Earlier. Well, Matt, really Matt, well, Matt, Australia will have that in his. 75 hour playlist yeah. so we will be able Absolutely. to leave <laughs> perfect thank you matt i'm so glad that that uh you've, you've got that oh yeah matt did say he's confirming it's in my playlist oh right. we were yep. we're yep. there yep. Yes. fantastic <laughs> you gotta love an ron how, how how are things i you've been socializing up a storm with the hollywood elite lately i've seen movie premieres <laughs> and television shows and have you gotten any good swag bags uh, not a good swag bag, but I was at the, uh, Barry premiere, uh, last Sunday and, uh, I walked away with a cool shirt, and, you know, so part of the, it's part of the job that I have. Oh, that's fun. Oh, I love that. I love that. There's an echo. I love Barry's a great show. It is, but I do want to say one thing to you guys. I want to really, um, thank you so much for allowing me to share my stories. I've connected with so many fans from around the world. And everyone was so appreciative and nice. And you know that our, our, our fans can be, they can be mean and cruel. And in, in this particular case, the abundance of support and love that I received was really just incredible. So thank Aww. you so much for the opportunity. That's, That's great. So no, I was, awesome. I was, we were, we loved having you on the show and I'm glad that, yeah, people loved your episode. People were loving the stories. Thank you. Thank you. But like I said, what was the, the best part was just meeting the people and uh, I've made some really good friends already. And, you know, the, the music does bring people together. And I'm so glad that your podcast does oh, the same. Thanks, Ron. Amen thanks, to that. Ron. So I know it's a labor of love. And, uh, you know, I know everyone listening loves you and I am in that boat oh. as well. Oh. We're going to have to write another song. We love Ron. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, you guys. Ron, thank you for calling in. Of course, of course. And thank you for having this Saturday night uh, uh, live podcast. It gave me something to do, so oh, I appreciate awesome. it. Awesome. <laughs> See you later, Ron. 
That's good, guys. Bye. Thanks so much. Oh, you know, we're missing in the chat. They're talking about the MTV promo show for American Life, the on stage and on the record, mm-hmm. which, oh, we, which Matt mentioned earlier. I believe it was Matt that mentioned it earlier. It was mm-hmm. so good. That was a, I, and I'd forgotten that we hadn't heard like a prayer in that long. That was so crazy. I'm, su- I'm surprised by that fact yeah, too. I, I know that's it's, interesting. it's weird to think that she, because now it's the complete opposite. Right. It's like every like, show. There's not a moment. Yeah. Yeah. Every show. It's like the candy shop of <laughs> the eighties. It really was. It's but so yeah, recognizable. But you think about, she didn't do it on girly shows. So it was 1990 to 2003. Right. It wasn't on girly yeah. show. It wasn't Drown on drown world, world tour. Right. It wouldn't have fit in Drown World. There was nowhere for no, it to it go. No, it would not. No. It's 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 a very different Absolutely. vibe. Absolutely. All right. Well, we're down to our last two tracks, and the next one is Dying. All right. We're gonna I think we're gonna try we're gonna try Aaron again. Oh, is he is he getting in? I don't know. Let's if he if he hang if he hangs up, he's definitely dying another day because uh Aaron, are you there? Ben, is this your Aaron? No. Because if it is, just reach over and slap him. No. He's over there doing homework. Leave him alone. <laughs> All right. Uh-oh. Well, Aaron, we love you, but we can't seem to connect with you. So I don't know if you need to update your pod beam or, or, or Aaron, what? a tip. If you're on any kind of Bluetooth, it won't work. The audio won't come through. So uh, maybe that's what it is. AirPods or something too. That's it. All right. Well, Aaron, sorry. Well, he can try again while we like... move on to die another day. Which... Yeah, and let's let's talk about that one because. Well, hmm. it's an interesting because it was sort of technically the first single from the album, even though we didn't know the album was coming at the time. So you know, a lot of big firsts for Madonna. I mean, it was her first and thus so far only James Bond theme, and it was released. What? Oh God! Oh God! I can't do math. September to April, so like seven months before the album came out. Um, Mm -hmm. A top Mm -hmm. ten hit, huge in the clubs. I will never forget the first time I heard it. I was in, uh, speaking of Raphael from earlier, I was in Orlando, Florida with a whole bunch of gays, and we were about to go to Universal Studios, and we were in the house, and the local radio station debuted it, and literally everybody started dancing, and then later that night we were at Parliament House, R.I.P. And they already, the <laughs> DJ already had a remix and was like blasted it like six or seven times that night. And we just like were dancing all night to that song. It's probably one of my favorite ever like first days of a Madonna song being out. It was so insane. And that video, yes, we have to talk about the video. Mm-hmm. So what about the two well, of you? I loved, what, were, what were your... I loved that Die Another Day created such a huge controversy within the bond franchise because that was the very first upbeat dance song that a bond theme had ever been like uh, up until then every bond theme was this sweeping gold finger slow and you know like shirley bassy type of ran went up tempo I don't think it was as up-tempo yeah, as Die Another Day. Day. I think this was like the first electronic dance song that they had had, and like people were not happy about it. Um, I loved that Madonna had a small cameo as Verity in Die Another Day as the fencing instructor, mm-hmm. um, showing off, flexing her muscles. She looked beautiful in that, her little boppy, almost breath. I'm breathless yeah. hair. And... Um, 
but I love the song. Give me some Madonna violins and a beat and I'm, uh, I'm sold. Mm-hmm. Like I love any violin songs like Madonna, Papa Don't Preach, Die Another Day. And then the closing song on American Life. It's like, yes, Madonna. Yes. Give me those. I mean, and also I loved if you watched the, when she did that standalone Paris uh, performance for um, after like when she was in Paris oh, for MDNA and she did that little oh. standalone. Yes. And it was the beautiful killer die another day. So mashup. Oh my gosh. It's so good. I have that so on good. MP3 stored away in secret. <laughs> Cause I can't, I hate how we've lost our ability to like upload bootleg tracks. Cause that is one of my favorite <laughs> yes. Madonna bootlegs. Ever. Oh, it's so good. It's and live. I love that she did. She like reinterpreted the, the choreo from revolver from MDNA to use it in that performance that mm-hmm. she did. And just the, the mashup is, is, is absolute heaven. Like it's so, so good. Yeah. It's fantastic. But I love the song and that video. Yeah. I mean, it's Liberty. What, what are your thoughts? I can't say enough good things about that. Another, another day. day and I have sort of a, like a love hate. Like I love it most of the time, but then sometimes I'm like, I can't hear this right now. And I think hmm. it's because I listened to the shit out of it when it first came out. Hmm. I mean, I bought the single, <laughs> I bought the movie, I watched the movie in the theater. Like I was all about it. I love the video. I thought, God, Madonna's so hot. Just look at her and listen to her. And She looks so good in um, that. I need to lay down with you, Madonna, because I <laughs> love men, but you're so hot in this. Um, I don't know. It was just it, now I'm, I'm like when I see it live or when I watch the reinvention tour performance, I love how it is so like, I guess, choppy, right? It's got this chop to it. It's the tango feeling, I guess. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, just that that performance at at reinvention Mm -hmm. where she's tangoing with all those men. I mean, it's amazing. It's incredible. It's it's so good. Yeah. And I loved, again, going back to that mashup performance that she did in Paris with uh, Beautiful Killer. I love that they start out with her spoken Mm -hmm. vocals from the Die Another Day, which you don't really hear in the song, like the album version, because Mirways takes her vocals and contorts them and twists them and makes them sound, you know, all vocodered and whatnot. But in the Paris performance, you hear her completely naked vocals without any effects on it. And it was kind of like, wait, I know these words. What are these words? This is, oh my God, it's Die Another Day. And I just, I love the, the surprise factor of that. Yeah, I and yes, man, it's so good. It's so good. I thought it totally worked as a Bond song. I mean, we'd had who garbage had done the one before that. So like, how was it that big of a leap to have Madonna do it? Yeah, I, mm-hmm. so ridiculous. I mean, I love the the claps. The like, there's just such great sounds mm-hmm. and acoustics. I I do think it's sort of sticks out a little bit on American Life, the album. I, I feel like because it, it sounds a little too mere waste and maybe not as folktronic as the rest mm-hmm. of American Life. I almost feel like maybe Amer- uh, Dying of the Day would have fit if we had like two other songs before it 
where or like it was nestled around some other like it was like a, a different song came before it and another song came after it before it ends the album i just something i feel like it, it's a little bit of an abrupt loud song oh, to come in hmm. i would have put it i, actually I just you know like i would have put it earlier in the track list because it's mm-hmm. about ego death mm. and so to me it would have fit it's in the same vein as nobody knows me. Like they're like sister songs. And so I kind of would have liked them like a little closer together. I felt like it was Mm -hmm. closing the loop on, on it thematically. Um, But yeah, but I think they needed something between mother and father and easy ride. So maybe she moved it there. Yeah. I just, I think because you could sort of, I mean, I guess it was part of the same writing session as the album, but I just, I felt like it stuck out a little bit more. That's fair. Yeah. But. Shall we take one more caller? Yeah, let's do one more call for Die Another Day and Easy Ride and then we'll. Oh, somebody was, all right, well, who that person just jumped right in. So. Hi, you're on with uh, MLVC. Hey, Who's this? Hey. Hey, how you guys doing, man? My name's Boogie Nights. Oh, hey, Boogie. Boogie Nights, welcome to the welcome show. To the Where are you show. calling from? I'm from Fort Wayne, Indiana. Oh, fun. Where are you guys from? All over. <laughs> We're the world of All Madonna. <laughs> oh, awesome. No, absolutely. I fuck. Pardon my language. Um, I don't know the. Uh, I don't. The protocol. We're we're okay with it because Madonna yeah. says a lot of bad words, so <laughs> it's fine. Okay. <laughs> All right, so, so it, anyway, so it, I'm a comedian, actor, yada, yada, yada. And um, so, what are your thoughts on Die Another Day? On what? On Madonna? Well, that's a song Madonna, Madonna made, yeah, called Die Another Day. Uh, yeah. It was a James Bond theme. Know, it's, yeah, and it just, it just it's kind of like Metallica came out with their new album, and I know you're not mixing it with that, this, but it just seems old. Hmm. I mean, don't cry for me and things like that. I miss young Madonna. Oh, young Madonna. Oh, well, unfortunately, we're here to talk about Madonna from American Life. So we're talking about middle aged Madonna at this time. Yep. Middle (laughs) aged. Yeah. (laughs) We're still talking about the same Madonna, though, right? Yes, but we're, we're sort of focusing specifically on the American Life album, which came out. 20 years ago and i'm so apologetic i that's all right right. remember uh, well we thanks 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 for calling in we appreciate it um all right let's take somebody who is an american life madonna fan can we take another caller aaron was trying maybe the third time i know aaron all right here we go we'll try it one more time (laughs) Aaron, are you there? Living for this hijacking. Yeah, no, we don't. We not on not on my show. <laughs> Aaron, Aaron, come on. Oh, oh no. Put it on right. speakerphone, Aaron. That'll make it work. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea, Ron. I have no so, idea where we just okay, went. Okay, so that. to answer Ron's <laughs> question, I discovered like that people literally will go for what's live yeah. pod beam and look for live shows and just like go through 
I yeah, see. Yeah, that's literally like a thing. Cr- that was cringe. Yes, I, I knew that was going off the rails the moment he said his name. I was like, oh, and here we go. <laughs> that's, that's okay, right. Boogie. No, no worries, that's, Boogie. That's, that's the... F- Are we editing Boogie out? I, I don't no. know. Why would we? No, we want, we no, want Boogie to be a, a fan. Exactly. It's a live He's show. Gotta tune in for the rest <laughs> of the show and, and develop his fandom. All right, hey. we're not getting Aaron, so... Like, Aaron driving me up a wall. Stefan, you might as well move on to Easy Ride and start getting this wrapped we're, we're up. Gonna, we're gonna, yes. Darn, ugh. I'm so thrown off right now. Easy Ride, all last right. track on easy the album. Ride. Okay, so first of all, like I was saying, when if we can have violins on a show, on a show, if we can have violins on a Madonna song, I'm, I'm so thrown off. Uh, easy Ride is amazing. It's, I, I, I've said it before on this program and I'll say it again. I, it's one of my, I think my favorite closer songs on a Madonna album. I just think it's perfect. Although Billboard didn't seem to think it was and put it at like the bottom of their list. And I was like, Easy Ride in my mind is like in the top five of my favorite songs off this album. So um, I just love the the sort of circular like motion of the the lyrics and how we come back to things and how it keeps going on and on and on um i think she sounds great i love the way that it ends the crescendo and the the way that like mirrorways does that at the very end it's just so good Yeah, the swell of like how the song sort of builds up in this point and if you turn that up loud oh it's your car is gonna shake it's so good one thing I yeah. will, I want to mention is this is a Monty co-write. I believe this is the first time he wrote a song with her. And maybe the only, I'm not sure if he did others, but um, when I took lessons, Monty gave me this song to learn. Um, he sort of did it purposefully because there was a certain, a specific musical thing that happens in the song, which he was trying to teach me at that at that time. Um, but yeah, so if you guys ever decide to take some, uh, guitar lessons with Monty, he's an excellent teacher. It's a little expensive. I'm not going to lie. That's why I don't do it now, (laughs) but, um, he's such a good teacher and he will, uh, he will oblige. I didn't ask for a Madonna song, but he, he gave it to me and there is somewhere video of me playing it. I've, I've got to dig that up somewhere in my Instagram, but, um, yeah. I love that song. Ben, what do you think about Easy Ride? I put in the chat that to me it feels like Gone's worldly auntie. Uh, mm. I actually have to say, if I have if I were held down and forced to pick my least beloved track on the album, it would be Easy Ride. Oh. Um, I wow. know, which is surprising. <laughs> I I'm not a huge fan of like the sort of the circle metaphor in the lyrics. And this is my writer side popping out because fan me loves the song, but like I can't listen to it without thinking, Ooh, I would really like to, to uh, rewrite this, but that's interesting. Is it the lyric lyrically you mean? Yeah. I, it Hmm. doesn't, for me, it doesn't 100% land. See, I think Oh, sorry. I was just going to say the melody and the production and the instrumentation, flawless. I love that she says, I want to live 
forever. I -hmm. feel like there's no truer lyric. I think that she really does want to live forever. Um, And it gives such a, it's, it's, it's sort of a a whole, a holistic look at, at who she is because she will, right? In some, of course, in her, her legend, she will be legendary yeah. for the rest. Of, yeah. I mean, she might not be with us in person, but her legacy will live on yeah. forever. And, um, but it, but it's funny because as the human side of her, not the star side, the way you live on forever is having children and, and, and raising and raising children doesn't necessarily mean that you have them, you know, physically, but that you raise them and and you sort of bring who you are in into them and sort of put them out into the world and in, in small ways those those parts of you live on. So even in in her in her human world, right? Not her star world, but in those ways, she wants to keep going. Um, I don't know. It's to, to me, it, it's all over this album. Our lyrics. I'll just sort of summarize all over our lyrics that are so poignantly like they're vulnerable they really expose Mm -hmm. who she want you know who she really is the star side versus the human side um that may also play a little bit into what people were a little bit turned off about you know like oh we we can't know madonna as a human she's beyond that she's beyond the human you know she's somebody that uh is untouchable unreachable um, I don't know if that's really an accurate presumption, but it's funny that you, you Ben, that you don't really like easy ride because I've like, I've always loved that song. I, like that's been one of my favorite songs off I the album. I don't like it. I'm saying if I could, if I could sit with her for 10 minutes and be like, mm, let's workshop these things. And I would switch up some of the lyrics. <laughs> yeah. But to Liberty's point, I, it is a song about legacy and it's interesting that after this song, then she goes, you know, which is a discussion for another day. She goes into confessions, right, for all the reasons. Mm-hmm. That, but we know that there was the Hello Suckers project that was supposed to come next that never happened, yada, yada, mm-hmm. yada. Um, no, but I do agree with you, Stefan and Liberty, that it's a beautiful close to the record. Like, it, it sort of com- completes the arc. Like, the person that started in American Life and that we're with an easy ride, you're like, oh, yeah, I get that journey. Like, mm-hmm. Well, exactly. So Matt, uh, Matt from Australia is bringing up where she talks about how she, you know, she talks about her work ethic. Mm-hmm. You know, she, she wants the good life, but she doesn't, she wants to work mm-hmm. for it. You know, I thought that was, it, to me, it's a very telling, it's a very Madonna song. You know, she, she's talking about, I feel like there's very, like it's a very simple lyric song where, but at the same time, I feel like she's covering some very complex issues in a very succinct way, which as we know, Madonna is, does very well, simple, quote unquote, simple sounding songs, but still covering like complex issues, you know, and, um, yeah, I don't know. I just always, I've always loved, again, the the violins starting at the beginning of that song just draw me in. It's so sweeping. It's so orchestral and gorgeous, you know, and then the contrast of the, the beauty of the orchestra compared with Mirwaze's warbles mm-hmm. towards the end when it, 
And even her voice, you know, her voice sounds very stripped. It's very bare. It's very, um, I love that they, if you listen on really good headsets, I love that they switch it from when she's singing the verses, it's very middle of the, of the sound spectrum. And then when you hear the verses, it switches to, she's on the left and the right at the same time. And it sort of fills it out a little bit more. So like production wise, and again, that's how my brain thinks is I sometimes gloss over lyrics and am more tripped out over the production of the song. So Madonna's voice, although she's singing the lyrics, Madonna's voice is just another instrument in the production mix. So sometimes I'm not paying attention to what she's saying. It's more how she's singing it and how her voice is complemented alongside the music. Um, and I guess that's why like Easy Ride from an, uh, like a sonic perspective just sounds so gorgeous on all those levels where like I'm okay with her sounding or singing simple simplistic lyrics because the the rest of it is just so elevated and so so epic in my mind anyway that's <laughs> that's my easy rate my my easy ride rant I don't know if it's a rant as much as if it's a thesis <laughs> there you go <laughs> yeah but yeah um, you know i'm not, again i'm not saying i don't like it. it yeah i the second half of the song i would want some different lyrics it starts out so strong and then it just sort of like yeah all right well your job is to write uh the alternate verse there you go easy easy, easy ride alter ben's yeah, mix no she gotta write the check first and we know that ain't happening so. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's all right. Well, so for free, yeah, exactly. What are our overall thoughts on American Life, the album masterpiece? Yeah, absolutely. And it's not. It's I will never feel the way that I felt then in my life again, probably. Um, but it spoke so perfectly to what I was experiencing that to me this. Could I could say this would be my favorite of all of the Madonna's breadth of work. There's so really wow. I love first of all, I love how much more guitar there is because I love guitar. Mm -hmm. That makes sense, um, sure. And and just because of I f when I I mean again I didn't, I didn't even know she was going to do a record because at the time yeah you know I had I just didn't have good internet or frequent internet access so I was sort of living in you know, a bubble, but, um, I just, you know, I, I, I had just been living a year in Europe and to, and to hear someone sing about all of the things where I'm like, oh my God, it's true. It's true that, you know, we're sort of in a, this sort of American cutesy, you know, uh, product bubble where everybody is obsessed with fame and looking cute and being skinny and, you know, highlights in your hair and your Starbucks drink and your fuzzy boots. And you, you know, all of this stuff is, it's material. And the obsession is so American. When you are spending time abroad, you see that the rest of the world doesn't live like that and isn't obsessed mm -hmm. in that way and isn't so, isn't so consumer in that way. Yeah, there is consumerism in other places of the world, but it isn't the same way it is here and, and yeah. as fast as it is here. So, um, 
I just, for me, this was like, it was like I took and gave her my journal and I said, here, Madonna, write a record. And she did. The end. Ben. What? Overall, I, I American said Life Thoughts. That was, I said that before Liberty <laughs> started it. talking. That's really all I have to say. <laughs> I, I, I yeah. think it's, like you said earlier, it works as a singular piece of art, but, and I think all the parts work individually and then work in, in unison. And then there are sections of it that really work together. Uh, and it's in conversation with itself in different ways. And it's in conversation with the time that it came out and it's in conversation with the world we live in now. Um, in ways that even she probably didn't predict. Um, now, I, I'm not surprised that it's still relevant just because of what the time frame, what was going on in the world then and what's happening now. Like, you know, 2003, well, 2004 were the anti-gay marriage amendments and all that kind of stuff. And now we see what's going on in this country with all the legislation. Like, none of it surprises me that it, that it was on the button then and it's on the button now. And that speaks to someone's ability to both be on the zeitgeist and really plug into to culture. But I think she mm -hmm. saw at that time we were in danger. Yeah. And I feel that there was a warning and I feel like she's always done that to a certain extent, but it was like, okay, I, I think I need to be loud enough to put it on an entire album now because they are yeah. not picking up this message. They are, people are, people are, you know, and I know that we go back a little bit and forth on this, like asleep and I need to wake them up, but it, it feels like she could see that, that, you know, if this is the way that you guys keep going, that that's going to only drive you to to be further divided and to be further um, in that, in that, with that sort of film over your eyes where you're not really seeing how you're behaving and what you're doing. And I'm a victim of it myself yeah. because, you know, uh, I lived in Europe, but I was like, oh, I can't wait to get back to my car. <laughs> I can't wait to get back, you know, to all of these little comforts and conveniences. Well, H&M, you right. said, you know, I mean, right. yeah. You were excited to go shopping. Yeah, fast fashion wow. and all that stuff. Yeah. One never knows. I feel like I feel like we've reached a nice conclusion. I think we can skip our last couple of things. Yeah. Yeah, we had many more talking points, but I think we've we've summed up American life. I mean, we could probably go on and on and on for the rest mm -hmm. of the night, but um, thanks everyone for joining us tonight on our late night live show. Remember, you can find us on Instagram at MLVC Podcast. You can also donate to the podcast on Venmo or at MLVC Podcast. If you'd like, become a subscriber to this podcast. Help keep the show going. Patreon.podbean.com forward slash MLVC Podcast. Ben, Liberty, thanks so much for this chat. It's always lovely to talk to you. Fantastic pleasure. Absolutely. I wouldn't miss it. All right. We'll see y'all next time. Bye, everybody. Bye.